Welcome back to Cape Chronicles. This is episode number 101. We're recording this on Sunday, December 17th, 2023. Yes, you heard that right. We recorded two episodes in two weeks. We're getting crazy up in here. Well, we're we're actually trying to, you know, front load some episodes um, so that we don't have to, you know, scramble once uh, a certain member of the of the podcast uh brings on brings on host number four so um i am carrie and i am here as always with andrea and fred andrea and fred how are you doing good good i just realized we have transversed the devil's anus by crossing the 100 episode now we're in 101 which is fantastic yes Yes. So welcoming. Yes. Um, uh-huh. And if, in, in case you guys don't know that reference, maybe you should watch the movie before you start listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, good. One more week of work, which is amazing. Yes. I'm, I'm just so ready to be on break and oh, not yeah. deal with like sugar high kits. So that'll be fun. Yeah, this is the the next five days are going to be really long. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. no what about um, you, Fred? How how yeah, what about you, Fred? I mean, I'm done Are you work on vacation for the yet? year. I'm not oh. technically on vacation. Um, so we're closed the last week of the year. Mm-hmm. So we have one more week of work. I'm using air quotes. Um, mm-hmm. but this week I'm actually on training. Uh, so ah. I'll be taking 40 hours of CBT training, computer-based training. Um so I'll uh, I'll be disconnected from the office, and my boss doesn't even want me looking at email, which is fantastic to hear. Excellent. Excellent. So it should be, heaven forbid, a nice relaxing week uh, while I do some training. Yes. Well. And transition to the break. Did you just say heaven forbid it's a relaxing weekend? Heaven forbid, I think was wrong. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Did I screw that up? Yeah, you Maybe did. did. Wow. Now you're you, just now you just screwed <laughs> yourself for the week. Strike that, it. reverse it, because yeah. we have we have Willy Wonka references in, in this movie, so that works too. Um, yeah, my yeah, this is my last week of work for the year. Um, I I did volunteer to work the last week of the, the last week of the year, but they decided not to use me, which is I'm totally not heartbroken about. Um, so yeah, the we're just trying to make sure all the all the people get paid before the end of the year who are supposed to get paid before the end of the year. And then right. my teacher, my teacher's leaving the country for a couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm running the asylum mm-hmm. there and in charge, which is weird. It's still weird. Do a lot of people still show up during like the Christmas break? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Cool. It depends on, you know, what everyone else's schedules are and, and stuff. But no, we did our, we did our dojo cleanup on friday which was great we you know the the dojo's all nice and sparkly clean and and stuff oh and do the people Uh, help you like the the people oh you have to clean up all the blood and spit and stuff and sweat (laughs) not blood not blood yeah i don't know when i picture your dojo i just think back to the movie blood sport oh gosh no i don't okay you both are on. You both are on Facebook with me. You've seen pictures of my dojo does it look like does it look 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 like something out of blood sport Fred has a I mean, vivid imagination. I don't want to go look at the Facebook thing because I don't want to ruin the fact that I picture you as like Budsport. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. 
should, we should get on we should get on to the movie, but but before we do that, just some reminders. We are part of the Random Chatter Network, so please go check us out over at randomchatter.com, uh, where you can find all of our other shows, access to the Random Chatter Discord server, uh, membership through Patreon, and show merchandise through T Public. All right, with that all said, Andrea, tell us about this movie. All right, so imprisoned on the planet Sakaar, Thor must race against time to return to Asgard and stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his world, at the hands of the powerful and ruthless villain Hela, who is his sister. Yeah, who, who, well, in the comics, or at least in this movie, he's, she's Thor's sister. Um, She's Loki's daughter most everywhere else, which, awkward. Yep. (laughs) Okay, uh, so about this movie, um, distributor was Marvel Studios, had a runtime of two hours, ten minutes, rated PG-13, release date of uh, November 3rd, 2017, had a budget of $180 million. opening weekend it made uh, $122.7 million, and worldwide gross was $855.3 million. Rotten Tomatoes scores were, uh, critics' scores, 93%, and audience score was 87%. Uh, cast and crew, the director was Taika Waititi, um, also, who has also done Jojo, directed Jojo Rabbit, uh, Next Goal Wins, and What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, that's the original movie, and I think he directed like three episodes of the series. I could be wrong. Um, actors returning, we have Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Tom Hilston as Loki, Anthony Hopkins as Odin, Idris Elba as Heimdall, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, uh, Tada Nobu Asano as Hogan, Ray Stevenson as Volstagg, uh, Zachary, and Zachary Levi as Fandral. R.I.P. The, the Warriors 3. So, uh, I have I have I have things to say about that or a couple things to say about that. Uh, new cast: Kate Blanchett as Hela. Uh, she was Galadriel in Lord of the Rings and the stepmother in Cinderella. Uh, Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master. He was Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park and David Levinson in Independence Day. Uh, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. She was Charlotte Hale on Westworld and Bianca Creed in the Creed movies. Uh, Carl Urban as Scourge. Uh, he was Dr. McCoy in the J.J. Uh, Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. And Billy Billy Butcher on The Boys. And, and he was also in Lord of the Rings. He was also in Lord of the Rings. Yes, there is, there is the, this... This movie actually resulted in the meme of, you know, when elves go bad, they go yeah, MCU bad because, because because we added Galadriel and um or that's weird though, because Carl Urban didn't play an elf. He didn't. In, He's a human. In yeah. Lord of the Rings. He pl- played a human. Yeah, yeah. So the So the the, the, the meme, meme is wrong. wrong. Huh, yeah. weird. Okay. Um Taika Waititi as the voice of Korg, uh, also the director of the movie. He plays Edward Teach on Our Flag Means Death and Ratcatcher in The Suicide Squad. Uh, Rachel House is Topaz. Uh, she's Tellum Bond on Foundation and Mao on Cowboy Bebop. That's the live action remake, which was canceled too soon. I, I, I'm not bitter at all. Uh, Clancy Brown as the voice of Searcher, 
Um, he's the Kurgan in Highlander and the voice of Mr. Krabs on S- SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, it's I did always, not know that. Oh, yeah, that that one always just is one of those mind mind bleeps of just like, eh, eh, okay. Um, also in the movie, uh, Luke Hemsworth as actor Thor, Sam Neill as actor Odin, uh, Matt Damon as actor Loki, uncredited, and Scarlett Johansson as briefly seen as Natasha Romanoff. And composer was Mike, uh, Mark Mothersbaugh, who has also done music for Our Flag Means Death and What We Do, what we do in the Shadows and Disenchantment. And then before Fred gets into the, uh, the the trivia part of this, I just wanted to do my 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 Norse mythology thing for this because this is the last time I get to do it. I think um, there's a there's some uh, when when we get around to Love and Thunder, it's just a bunch of rehashes rehashed up. But, but um, so in Norse mythology and the Marvel comics, Loki is actually the father of Hela and Fenris, the wolf. In Norse mythology and in the comics, uh, Hel, Hela, is the daughter of Loki, queen and queen of the underworld, goddess of death. Her domain mirrors the appearance of Asgard as she awaited Ragnarok to fill her kingdom with dead souls. Uh, this movie shows quite the opposite with Hela as Odin's daughter and Loki's half-sister, um, trying to rule Asgard rather than buying her time and waiting for, uh, waiting to be the queen of the dead Asgardians. Yeah, uh, in in mythological Ragnarok, Hell actually has no role because I mean she's already the queen of queen of the underworld. She her realm is called Hell. Mm-hmm. It's it's it it's named after her. So or she's named after the the realm of the dead. Uh, so um, Ragnarok in myth. Here are some of the highlights. Uh, Sutor uh, leads his forces across the Bifrost. The Bifrost. Uh, this causes the Bifrost to break. Heimdall blows his horn to alert the beginning of Ragnarok. Um, the wolves chasing the sun and moon finally swallow them. Uh, Odin is swallowed whole by Fenrir. Um, That's a way to go. That is a way to go. Um, that should have been the way he went. It should have been, been yes. You know, go out, go out like go out like the warrior he was. Yeah. Um, uh, Voyar. The uh, son, one of Odin's sons, avenges Odin by ripping Fenrir's jaws apart and stabbing him through the heart. Ouch. Damn. Uh, Thor and Jormagandr uh, fight each other, um, and Thor defeats the world serpent but is bitten and dies of the venom. Um, hence why I almost screamed in the theater at the beginning of the movie, the first time I saw this. Still makes me nervous. Um, Loki and Heimdall uh, fight each other and kill each other. Um, Freyr fights Sutur and loses. Uh, the sun turns black, the earth sinks into the sea, and the stars vanish. Eventually, uh, and the world ends. Eventually, the earth rises back out of the sea. Everything and Baldur is re- resurrected from Hell's realm, and the children of the gods take their uh, take their parents' places among. Um, among the pantheon and that's it yeah very interesting thank you for that yeah yeah so fred all right the other trivia in this some of the behind the scenes slash trivia okay thor's friends from work line what 
about the Incredible Hulk was suggested to Chris Hemsworth by a Make-A-Wish child who visited the set on the day the scene was filmed. So that's Aww, pretty cool. That's cute. that's cute. In the Marvel Comics universe, when a being becomes the last of its race, the being is imbued with immortality, and that being becomes part of a new race called the Elder of the Universe. That means they no longer die and hence are immortal. It is how the universe protects the last of a kind in the Marvel Comics universe. The Grandmaster and the Collector are two examples in this Marvel Comics universe. Interesting. Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins, has decided against returning as Odin, but upon reading the story, he changed his mind. That a boy. Yeah, good, good. I mean. There was some point in there I thought he was going to be, like, eating some fava beans or something. (laughs) Before the sets created for Marvel's Doctor Strange 2016 were demolished, director uh, Takita Watiti took advantage of them by uh, writing and filming a scene for this movie featuring Thor meeting Doctor Stephen Strange. Marvel and Doctor Strange 2016 director Scott Derrickson felt this scene was kind of perfect to show Strange joining the Wilder uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe after his standalone introduction in that movie. So the scene appeared during the end credits of Doctor Strange in 2016. Uh, Director Takita Watiti based Korg's character on the Polynesian bouncers. Uh, We want to change the idea of what a hulking guy made of rocks could be he's huge and heavy but with a light soul and he's funny and friendly i kind of liked his character a, yeah. a little of his lines were a little Stupid. out there but yeah yeah but, i mean it made it pretty light mm-hmm. uh this marks the first time in the marvel cinematic universe that the incredible hulk was not voiced by lou Ferrigno. Ferrigno, but by Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Ferrigno voiced Hulk in The Incredible Hulk uh, 2008, The Avengers in 2012, and The Avengers Age of Ultron from 2015. I mean, this is like the the start of when Hulk becomes Smart Hulk, right? Yes. Um. Well, well, by Endgame, he's going to become Smart Hulk. Yeah, of course. Is, yeah. You can start seeing it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grandmaster's Tower features statues of his champions, notable figures from Marvel Comics, the alien being Beta Ray uh, Bill, which is top left, the supernatural entity Man-Thing, top center, and the Greek god Ares, top right, the android monster, the Bi-Beast, bottom right, the alien Fin Fan Foom, bottom center, and the Nightcrawler, bottom left. Note that the Nightcrawler is not to be confused with Nightcrawler from the X-Men storyline. Mm-hmm. Nightcrawler, night hyphen crawler, not nightcrawler, all one word. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Kira saying hello there. Hi, Kira. Uh, This movie contains three members of the comic book incarnation of the Defender superhero group, the Valkyrie, uh, the Incredible Hulk, and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is a founding member of the Defenders. Makes makes you think what with the, with with the, um, the Netflix series um, with which characters got used for the Defenders. Right, yeah. Oh, definitely. 
A panel in the Grandmaster's viewing room is decorated with Jack Kirby artwork that comes from the Marvel comic Fantastic Four, number 64, dated July 1967. I still haven't noticed that. I, I have to go back and look at that again. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tessa Thompson based her performance as Valkyrie on Sarah Connor from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I can kind of see that. Uh, Takita Watiti cited the heroic team-ups in uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, 48 Hours, uh, With Nail and I, Midnight Run, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Big Trouble in Little China as influences on the hero's dynamics, or sorry, the hero's dynamic in this movie. Didn't really see a lot of that, but mm-hmm. I like the. I, I, I think I saw a tiny bit of Big Trouble in Little China, but not really. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shake Weight actually belonged to the director, Dekita Watiti. He bought it while filming Green Lantern in 2011 and uh, jokes that's the DC crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt Damon at around 10 minutes, uh, the actor portraying Loki in a play honoring the god of mischief's apparent self-sacrifice in Thor The Dark World from 2013. Damon also played an archangel named Loki in Dogma in 1999. Every single time I hear Matt Damon, I just hear it in the like, Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. His his name is ruined. Hmm. Oh, why am I blanking on the name of that movie? It's uh, Team America World Police. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Uh, For casting, Kate Blanchett accepted a role in this movie to please her children, who are Marvel comic fans. Blanchett's eldest son, and Dashiell John Upton suggested she take the role of Hela, saying it'd be a career boost. Oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's Kate Blanchett. Um, she doesn't need a career boost. She doesn't need. A, I don't know that she actually needs a career boost, but I, I'll take it. If, yeah. that, if mean, that's if that was the if that was the reasoning. It'll give a bank account boost. That's for sure. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, Chris Hemsworth plays Thor in this movie, while his older brother Luke played actor Thor in the movie. Their younger sibling Liam had been considered for the role of Thor. Uh, Charlize Theron was considered for the role of Hela. Eventually, she would later appear in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in 2022 as Clea. All right. Well, let's let's break this down. Guys, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I'm conflicted. You are? Yes. Um, I don't like... Taika Waititi as a director I, I'm not sold in a lot of the work that he does mm-hmm. um, and I think that I can appreciate the fact that he decided to implement a lot of jokes and a lot of lighthearted moments because of mm-hmm. how dark this movie is but I thought some of the times it took away from my enjoyment of the film. Yeah, I I can see that. I I I would I would say that, and y'all are free to f- try to fight me on this. This is still my least favorite of the Thor movies so far. Yeah. Um, Love and Thunder is actually my least favorite now. Um, 
it part of it may it's parts of that one may also grow on me. This one this one grew on me. Um I I still like the more and I I def, never had a problem with Thor going dark. It was never all it was never that dark. It, there was always no. there was still some humor in to the first two Thor movies. It's yeah. just that this originally when I watched the movie, it felt like a you know, too much of a one eighty on the comedy. A hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I completely agree with both of you. I mean, this movie is about the end of the Asgard civilization or the the city itself or the planet or whichever way world, you want to call the it. World. The world. Yeah. Um. So it uh, undoubtedly this is a dark movie. Like Odin dies and it's just heavy. So I appreciate that you need to have that comedy, the comedic relief, but it was just too much. Mm-hmm. And then some of the things just didn't even seem to fit the universe. Like, uh, we said it in the bonus content, but I can't believe I'm saying the devil's anus on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention the orgy on the spaceship. and. Yeah, I just, it's not my type of jokes. It fe- It feels so out of place at times. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. it could have been done or executed very differently. Um, yeah, I gave a chuckle, but is it something that, like, I want to watch with, like, my kids? And then well, this have is to a PG-13 explain- movie, but, so... But do you want to explain to your 13-year-old what it... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would... I would... I would... I mean, I... I've- so the, it's becoming less and less likely that I'm ever gonna have kids, but I would I would think by the time they're by the time any any, any theoretical kids of mine were thirteen, they know what an anus is. Yes, yeah. of course. Maybe they may not know what an orgy is, but I mean, I would kind uh, of unless, like... unless they re- unless they read the same unless they read the same stuff around thirteen that I was reading at thirteen. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm interested. What were you reading hey, at thirteen? I'm just kidding. Hey, okay. Just side sidebar, when when neither of your parents are very big readers, and they won't let you watch PG thirteen movies because PG thirteen came around came about around eighty five, and suddenly, you know, movies that I probably could have gotten away with watching, I couldn't get away with watching because my parents had to see them first. Oh yeah. But when your parents don't read a whole lot, you can pick up stuff like Anne Rice <laughs> and and your parents aren't going to know what you've been reading because they don't know what the books are about. So, hmm. Should not Sorry, be, I should probably not be, I should probably not be corrupting be corrupting young minds like that, but this is how this is how you get to the good stuff. That they I mean, want. you got to figure it out eventually. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, um, just to finish that that loop on this one, like I I just think that the comic the comedic relief that they had in this was just a little too much on on the edge, and just mm-hmm. it kind of broke the story for me. I mean, I think I've got I think I've got more okay with it, um as it's got as the years have gone by, and I think compared comparing this with Love and Thunder. Um, it's definitely more the more tolerable of the two, mm-hmm. and I have not I have not seen Love and Thunder since I saw it in the theaters. 
Um, I will agree with you, Andrea, that um, as much as I love Taika Waititi's stuff, he has this tendency to let jokes go on a little longer than they need to. A hundred percent. And that that can get old. Yeah. It's like the just annoying person who thinks that mm-hmm. their joke is funny and they just continue to rehash it. It's like, no, mm-hmm. we're done. Like, move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the joke was yeah, the joke was funny five minutes ago, but you're still telling the joke and now it's no longer funny. Exactly. And there's a little, there's a little why, less of that. Huh? I understand why Andrew makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, or I tell uh, him that he's walking a very fine line. Oh dear. <laughs> when she says that line, I go hide. <laughs> I will I say, however, this is this movie is uh, makes excellent use of the immigrant song, even if using it at the beginning and end of of the movie kind of brought me back to um, I think it was I think it was Europe that did the the song Final Countdown. And there was mm. there was this thing that I I I remember seeing something in like like you know VH1 behind the music uh, kids ask your parents or something where they talk about how how that was their only that was their only hit so they would start and end their concerts with the same song and like dude why that's so funny it just it just it that just what brought me to like nothing against Zeppelin whatsoever. I love Led Zeppelin. I love I love the immigrant song. I love the use of it in this movie. But that was just like, did you have to use it before and at the beginning and at the end of the movie? Mm-hmm. Well, that- it kind of to me it felt like that they were using that song to demonstrate when Thor was you know powered up with his yeah yeah agreed his abilities yeah his upgrades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even so, yes, go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was going to ask whether his powers came from um, his hair, because as soon as he cut his hair, he was like no, he's, ready he's, to rumble. He's not Samson. I and, don't know. And, and, and it's Odin... like the opposite of Samson, though. As soon mm-hmm. as you cut his hair, he gets all his powers. Well, well, he was powerful in the beginning when he killed the Balrog. But he did. He used... that wasn't the that wasn't the Balrog. That was that was Surtur. I know. Okay. <laughs> as soon as Fred saw it, he was like, "You shall not pass." <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, Odin did say in that like vision thingy that that the hammer was actually, you know, he was the he was given the hammer to help control his powers. Right. To focus it. To, to focus yeah, the power, it. powers. And he didn't actually need the hammer anymore. Which, yeah. which you know, again, may, we're, we're, we're jumping a bit, but makes the whole, you know, thing with with Stormbreaker and, and Mjolnir in Love and Thunder just weird. Because I get, I get that, you know, it was your first weapon, but still, like, Okay, we'll we'll we'll, but, we'll talk about we'll talk about that in like three years when when we're when we're up to Love and Thunder. The movie that we watched last week or like last episode was which one? It was um, Spider Man Homecoming. So in Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, 
Iron Man says to Peter that this, you're nothing like he. OK, Peter says I'm nothing without the suit. And uh-huh. Tony is very disappointed in that. And I think it's mm-hmm. it's a mirror to what is happening with Thor. Thor thinks that his hammer is who makes what, gives, what gives him the power. Yeah. And it's it's nice to see that it's not just about those physical things. It's about yourself. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I don't know how long Thor has had Milnir. And then to be... Probably all his life. To be stripped of it now would be such a... It was a loss for everyone. For the audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And for her to crush it so easily. Like, terrifying. Well, and... And uh, you know, again, myth 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 nerd here. It's like you know, it w- Thor Thor without Mjolnir is like, what what what, what why why are you here? No, it's I'm, like I'm, McDonald's without okay, French fries. Exactly. <laughs> even even though Thor Thor gets his hammer taken a lot, especially by Loki, <laughs> but in in mythology, um, uh, yes. Or the way to get better to come out is to keep hitting Hulk. Because we all know that keeping Hulk angry is what's going to get Banner back. Sarcasm. Yeah. 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 And yeah, the post-hypnotic suggestion didn't work. Just don't, just stop fighting him and maybe he won't, maybe he'll calm down. Although, I don't know that you want Hulk to calm down in the middle of the arena. Yeah, no. Mm. It's cute that Thor was trying to use Natasha's calming methods on him. Well, I mean, he didn't know what else to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But it shows, like, his care for for Mm -hmm. Bruce, Mm -hmm. even though he wants to say that, like, no, 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 Hulk, I think that you're the better one. (laughs) Well, he kept, he was saying that to both of them, like no, I know. no, no, Branner, you're the better one. No, Hulk, you're the better one. It's like, like, dude, you're 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 dang lucky that that the two sides of the entity are not communicating with each other very well yep. right now. A hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's going to bite him in the ass later. <laughs> um. The fight on the bell on the Bifrost makes my heathen heart very happy. I love that fight. It is really nicely done. I I it was pretty intense. I think the only thing that really bothered me about that whole fight scene that has nothing to do with the fight scene itself. It's just the population of Asgard itself was incredibly small, and it sh- and it should have been yeah. much bigger than that. Uh, a few thousand people. Well, to me, it looked like a few hundred. Mm. A couple thousand, maybe. It, yeah, it should have been, but it, it just yeah. seemed like they could have made that look grander. But then they're they're not they're not like completely immortal, but they actually they they're very long lived. I mean, we don't even we don't know how long Thor and Loki have been alive. So, but it's been at least a few thousand years, I think. I mean, they're gods. Yeah. They don't need to breed quite as often as as humans do. Yeah, I mean, now is the time to to breed. Your population's low. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 not yeah. Yeah, wait until wait until after Thanos uh, comes through. Yeah, fair. Because we did we did see that at the end of the. It's like, 
they can't Thor, right? you had to, you had to you had to say the famous last words mm-hmm. that you think everything's gonna be fine. Yep. Yeah. Did they fine. rename that ship to uh, Noah's Ark at the end? I don't I don't think so. Don't because think because for one thing it would because that would have been like a biblical reference and this is um, this is still Norse mythology. Norse mythology. I think I think there are a couple of I I know there are a couple of ships in. Norse mythology, I just don't know them off the top of my head. Um, how about least favorite moments? I mean, besides the, the jokes and stuff, that just didn't really land all that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, ha- I still have an issue with how, how easily the Warriors 3 go down. I agree with I that. Mean, yeah. I mean, at least at least Hogan, you know, fought and and stood a fighting chance. The other two just like they where had no, is, they had no what's chance. What's the female one? Sif? I don't know. No, they, where, I where think she? I think the actress had had a prior commitment or something. They they couldn't they couldn't couldn't get her oh. um, for the movie, but. Um, they didn't actually say where she was. Maybe yeah. she was just off world somewhere. Protect her at all costs. Mm, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. That fight scene was pretty pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to demonstrate how strong and powerful um, Hala was, but. They are the Asgardians. Like, you should be able to put at least some fight. I mean, well, they I just guess... went down with a little little knife in their chest. I mean, these guys would be able to fight through that without any issue. Well, a knife for the a knife for the heart would kill anything, I guess. Oh no, no, they have armor. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> it went through the armor like butter. <laughs> just like stormtrooper I... armor. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they're trying to demonstrate how powerful Hela is by you know striking down the three best warriors after Thor. Um, yeah, don't discount Heimdall, like, though. Well, Heimdall knew what was happening, so he was hiding. So. And he didn't decide to warn anybody? <laughs> well, he's been... I think he's been you know, gathering people and, and hiding them in the hills, so maybe he, maybe that was his version of a warning. Maybe, yeah. Most likely. Um... I still have an issue with how with Bruce landing on the bridge, you know, throwing himself onto the bridge and and then just lying there. Oh my god, yeah, oh. he um, died. Well, and that's that's the thing too. It's like like okay, Bruce talks about how in Avengers, you know, he tries to put a bullet in his brain, and the Hulk spit it out. Mm-hmm. And whenever when Bruce gets gets hurt. Or angry, or hyperventilates, lets, lets his heart rate, you know, go too fast. He he hulks out. That that is that's the trigger. So so the so Bruce, you know, throwing himself from you know, was it three stories? Yeah. And just landing on the bridge like that, all broken. Yeah. Um, that should have killed him. And again, it wasn't like <laughs> the thump was funny. But the rest of it, like yeah, realistically, like, he should have been done. Well, well, and and the thing, and it wasn't even that part that really that I had an issue with. It's like this, this kind of goes back to you know when I 
when I was in college theater and, and doing backstage work and they would say, you know, if you, if some, if an actor drops something on the stage, immediately the play becomes the thing, the stage, the play becomes about the thing that was dropped on the stage and not picked up. Again. Yes. Percent. Yes. And, and suddenly the fight, or the fight on the Bifrost became about Bruce just lying there waiting to get kicked by the big ass wolf. And, and that's where I go back to like this serious moment, this like mm-hmm. build up to like this yeah. fight and you just ruin it with something mm-hmm. comedic. Right. And yeah. there's always a time and place for comedic stuff. Um, and I don't think that was the place for it. Maybe they could have done that in another scene that was not like the the climax of the movie. Or didn't have to go qu- on quite as long. Right. I mean, I mean, it was it was kind of it was kind of cool that you know, Fender stops, sniffs at Bruce, keeps walking, and then you know Hulk grabs Fender by the tail. But that could have. Uh, they could have um, shortened that up a bit. Or the nicer thing would have been like he walks into the bridge, the big nice dog sniffs him, doesn't think of him as a threat, walks away from him, and then he transforms. So there's a little bit of that control, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but to be honest, I think the second that Bruce Banner jumps out of that plane, the anxiety and the heart rate change from you know the it fall. Should've... Should have been that enough. transformed yeah. him right there, and he could have either landed right on Fenrir or you know on the bridge and then ride that puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking speaking of, it's probably a good thing that um, Asgard exploded because Fenrir took a bite out of Hulk, so yep. Fenrir was drinking Hulk's blood, and we all know what happened to Bruce's cousin. Mm-hmm. On She-Hulk, when when She-Hulk got some of when when um uh, oh how I, did that work yeah yeah well originally originally the comics they they gave her a blood transfusion not realizing oh. that that the, his blood was irradiated but um no in She-Hulk uh there, there was an accident um Jen Jen yes um, Jen Jen uh yeah so yeah so um Bruce's Bruce's blood gets gets dripped into uh, an open wound on Jen's arm and that's how that's how she becomes She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just weird that you know maybe and maybe it's because Fenrir was technically undead. Yeah. Um but um but yeah, that should have had some kind of effect on him if he if he would had actually you know bitten into Hulk like that. Yeah, they didn't really explain that bite any any further than other than you know seeing Hulk get hurt. Yeah, I was like, this is like the one thing that can pierce Hulk's skin. Okay. I mean, so the Hulk's underwater when that bite happens too, so all the water would now be tainted with his blood and the radiation so anybody that's on the planet that drinks that water is now well fortunately everyone everyone who was on the planet got off the planet before that happened and or, then again the planet exploded so yeah or the entire asgardian become hulk can you imagine? oh that would have that would have been a problem that would have been fun <laughs> 
I'd like to see that what if. Oh dear. Some someone call Kevin Feige. We, yeah. we have a couple more what if scenario we have a couple more what if scenarios to shoot your way. Uh, okay. Favorite characters. I mean I'm Loki. I'm doll. Loki, Thor. You like Heimdall? I he did. Wasn't, he wasn't there that much, though. Yeah, but it's Heimdall. Heimdall was Heimdall, and like he didn't stop to joke around about no anus. <laughs> like, I he agree. Was exactly what Asgard needed the entire movie. Uh huh. Um, I like Tessa Thompson. Um, not the beginning of who she is, um, but who she turns into. Um, by mm-hmm. the end of the movie, I, I do enjoy the character of Valkyrie for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I mean you know a few thousand years of dealing with trauma, and then the trauma, the thing that caused the trauma comes back, and suddenly mm-hmm. you have to stop drinking, well, drink less, and then go deal with the thing that caused the create the trauma to begin with. I so mean, they needed a better counseling plan. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for the Valkyries. Some serious well, PTSD. the Valkyrie. She was the last. She was the last one. Last Valkyrie standing. Oh right, because yeah. she because the because Hella killed all of them, the rest of them. I mean, I I love I love that Loki gets a redemption arc because I I think it, we've talked about this before. Like Loki is not the villain. Not the villain in Norse mythology the way that like lucifer is in biblical mythology it's like right loki is a god of mischief and he kind of needs to be and and he needs to be around in order for you know things to happen the where they the way they're supposed the way odin sees that they are supposed to happen and yeah that makes that means odin is kind of in on the con but but loki but loki is an essential part of that con I absolutely love when the Hulk is smashing Thor around and Loki cheers and he's like, oh, I just love sports. <laughs> I think it's such a great little moment where because mm-hmm. everybody in the audience knows how triggering that moment when Hulk is smash for, happens. for Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the whole and, and his reactions like throughout the, that entire fight is just like. Oh, oh dear. yeah. Oh, let, let me get me out of like, here. Maybe I should maybe maybe I should go go hide because he's talked to see me next. Yep. And puny gathers. Um. You guys have any favorite quotes? I mean, there was there was a bunch. Um, I don't know the specific one, but when Valkyrie is saying like you have this much time and by the time I finish drinking this, like we're done. Mm-hmm. And he's so impressed by her ability to drink so so quickly. <laughs> I, I found that really cute. Uh, the prisoners with jobs have armed themselves. Like okay, we, can't, we can't we can't call them slaves. So they're the prisoners with jobs. Okay. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, Jeff Goldblum. He's he's such a funny man. Well, that was, but that was that was um that was Topaz saying yeah, that. Yeah. Well, that interaction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you Thor, the god of hammers? Which yeah. you know leads which which um you know to your point, um, Andrea, you know, without without the if if he's not if he's not Thor without his hammer, then what is he? Exactly. Right. Well. Um, Asgard is where our 
where our people stand as art is not a place it's a people and it's people need your help that those were really good lines beautiful lines yes yeah what about you fred do you have any yeah i mean there's a whole bunch like asgard is not a place it's a people that one was probably one of the most profound statements that mm-hmm. kept coming up in this movie um there's a lot of really good one-liners especially from jeff goldblum mm-hmm. um it's just jeff goldblum. asgard <laughs> Sparkles. Uh, or, or when Doctor Strange grabs Loki and then he brings him back uh, after Thor is ready to bring him to Odin. He's like, I have been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a watch. How did he know? How did he keep time? Oh, the Revengers. The, the Revengers. Revengers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's just... time for us to disband the Revengers. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of really good lines between Thor and the Hulk. Um, uh-uh. Like when they were talking about Hulk like real fire, <laughs> you like burning ember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smoldering ember, something like that. Yeah. Oh, we're not doing get help. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, yeah. that, was... that was great. I think one of my favorite like Hulk lines is when he says, like, Hulk always always angry <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna be saying that mm-hmm. <laughs> so i guess that's totally me <laughs> all right well anything Where, else you what want? was your favorite quote I, I mentioned them already the you know uh are you the are you thor god of hammers <laughs> oh right 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 yes are the prisoners with jobs have armed themselves oh yeah yeah well, anything else we want to say before we before we move into plotholes and goofs? No, I think. I mean, uh, just to, to uh, go back to the Don- Doctor Strange um, act, I guess uh, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I really liked how they introduced Doctor Strange to Thor. Uh, I thought it was yeah. really well done. And then he kept like refilling his beer and knocking him over and. And just well, he kept he kept like like. Instead of walking through Bleecker Street like a normal person, you know, he just you know teleported them, and you know between between the between the magical beer and and the teleportation, it's no wonder Thor was stumbling around like a drunk. <laughs> and he transformed Milner into an umbrella. Well, that well, <laughs> Thor did that. Yes. Is that Thor? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's from the comics too. I could be wrong. All right. All right. Andrea, talk about some potholes and goofs and stuff. Yeah. So when Scourge is firing his rifles. Oh, my God. Death Why and was Troy. that How not one that? of our favorite quotes? I think I said you it had like one job. Uh, oh. Yes. Sorry. That It was so stupid. Mm-hmm. And then when he's like, oh, yeah, I went to this place called Texas or something mm-hmm. like that. I just. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Text ass, yes, that's what it was. There's a lot of anus and butt jokes here. Okay, I see. Yeah, when he gets his, yeah, I was gonna say, when he gets his two guns, one is named Des, or sorry, Des, and one's called Troy. And when I put them together, they're going to destroy. Okay, okay, so plot holes and goofs. 
When Skirch is firing his rifles, Des and Troy, no shells are coming out of the rifle ejector ports. Uh oh. Not always. Not always. So, so there was some. There were some shells that came out, and then, mo- but most of the time, yeah, these were like magical. These were like magical bullets. Yeah. Uh, Carl Urban's rubber scalp piece has a visible edge. No, didn't even notice. I I totally noticed that. Yeah. Uh, Hela pierces the hull of the escape ship with a giant spike. Therefore, it should not have been able to fly into space as it would no longer be able to hold pressure. Well, maybe some magic. I'm sure there was a happen. shield. Yeah. When Loki and Thor first meet up on Sakaar, Loki reveals that he's been there for weeks. And yet, despite this, Loki is somehow completely unaware that Hulk is also on Sakaar, as shown by his reaction in the battle arena. This seems incredibly unlikely considering that not only Hulk is a not only is Hulk a huge celebrity there, but also that Loki has gotten a in good graces with the Grandmaster. Surely he would have found out who the champion is or was. His likeness is even featured atop the Grandmaster's tower. Uh oh. Oops. Maybe he was a little naive. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. he didn't just, look outside. He, maybe he just didn't attend any of the fights until now. Yeah. Um, character errors. So while imprisoned on Sakaar, Thor kneels to pray in the Christian manner for his father. But in the Norse religion, believers pray standing up. Yeah, I did notice that. Mm. Um, Thor, who is the god of thunder and appears to control lightning as well. Uh, which makes sense since thunder is the sound that accompanies lightning, is disabled by Grandmaster's electric shocker. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> continuity. Heimdall's cloak reappears during some dialogue after he discards it during the battle on the Rainbow Bridge. Maybe he was cold? Maybe. Uh, Korg and his gang take the transport ship to Asgard, but Korg appears on the Rainbow Bridge before the ship arrives. Huh. Maybe he jumped out? Maybe. Uh, Valkyrie crash lands the Grandmaster's ship on the Rainbow Bridge, and yet Loki is able to take off with no problem when heading off to the vault. Um, factual errors. Uh, the M16 guns, Des and Troy, have NATO Stanag 30-round magazines, yet when they are fired, they shoot far more than that. This is not possible unless they somehow have been turned into magic guns. I mean, if mm-hmm. that was the case, then they would have never run out of bullets. Well, they did run out of bullets eventually. And that's the like, thing, they, right? I think they had like I think they had like two or three times the the amount of ammo though than than what was in in the actual cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, when Thor is fighting, sorry, when going to Doctor Strange's brownstone at 177A uh, Bleecker Street in Manhattan, Thor crosses a two-way street. Uh, Bleecker Street is a one-way. All the cars should be going from left to right as Thor crosses the street. I mean, I would have never noticed that. I, I guess you know, like it would be. It's like me. It's like me talking about you know some of the stuff that's set uh, that it's in like Cobra Kai and like, hey, that that's nowhere near the that's nowhere near the valley. I know where that right. I know where that corner is, and <laughs> that shouldn't be there. Yeah. So um, so a, a, a Manhattan native would probably would have would have known about probably this. yeah. But this um, is a different universe, maybe. Hmm. A different. Yes. It's part. This. Uh, there's a part of the multiverse where where Bleecker Street is a two-way street. Okay. Exactly. That okay. makes more sense. 
When Thor is fighting in the arena, he summons lightning through his body. This would have shorted out the taser lodged in his neck so that when the Grandmaster shocks him um, so that he would lose, nothing would have happened. Unless, of course, the laws of physics are different in the Marvel Universe, which, I mean, probably there's a lot of things that defy physics. So let's go with that. I Mm -hmm. really don't believe that any electrical damage would impact Thor in any way. Yeah, me neither. I agree. Yeah, I mean, he, it, it should is, have been done some other way. He's literally a conduit for electricity. What's mm-hmm. something that would stop, like, thunder and lightning? Um, um, the sun? Rubber? <laughs> Maybe rubber? they yeah. should anything have put... That, anything that would ground, ground yeah. thunder and lightning. Cover Faraday him in cage. a big condom. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Incorrectly regarded as goofs. <laughs> <laughs> Hela states that she needs to track down Heimdall so she can use his sword to open the Biofrost to expand her conquest. However, in Thor 2011, Loki opens the Biofrost with Odin's golden staff. Thor is shown wielding Odin's golden staff in the throne room, presumably meaning it was there the whole time and Hela was unaware of its use, which would be pretty interesting. Yeah. She's not the smartest. No, she's she's very powerful. That doesn't necessarily mean she's smartest. Yes. By the way, I I just I need to go back to something real quick. You know, her her you know shooting at the ceiling to reveal the the previous the previous pantheon yes. murals. That was just like I was kind of remi- I was kind of brought back to I think I just finished American Gods after I before I before I'd seen the movie this movie the first time I was like huh oh because that happens people, yeah like well like, I was like Odin's conning people again I'm I'm shocked I mean Odin is not a saint <laughs> no no Odin, by all means no no Odin is the god of gambling yeah. for a reason so anyway I played um, God of War I know who he is <laughs> Yeah, Odin's the god of of gamblers and vagrants, of, as uh, uh, and stuff. He's not always to be trusted. Anyway, uh, Rotten Tomatoes says um, beautifully filmed with serious kinetic energy by di- director Taika Waititi, uh, with a crackling spirit. Thor, god of uh, Thor Ragnarok, is a heaping fun uh, Q immigrant song. I can read. Really. <laughs> wow. Uh, perfectly acceptable as an action movie, but but as but inspired as a comedy, which is probably where the Thor franchise should have been aiming at from the start. Um, I agree to disagree on that. Yeah, I don't think no. I I, I think this is this one is pulled even with the first Thor movie. The Dark World is still my favorite Thor movie. Right. All right. So, is there anything else we want to talk about in this episode? Is there anything that we forgot to say? Like when we forgot the most iconic line, which was, mate, my guns, Des, and Troy. Like, (laughs) (sighs) we should just get fired because of missing that one. Yeah, well, we'll just play Mike. I mean, we play Mike for everything anyway, because, you know, it's still network policy. Exactly. I don't know if you ever watched the rundown with The Rock. And he's st- the other guy that's in it, Stifler. 
I forget. And he's like, he names his, was it his arms or his legs? Thunder and lightning. Yeah. Oh God. Storm coming. (laughs) Wow. I can't stop thinking about now. (laughs) Yep. All right. So if we don't have anything else to say, um, well, next episode's movie is Avenger Infinity War. Um, We do have to rate the movie. Oh, do we? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know what? You know, look, blame my pregnancy, okay? Because my brain is not there. That's fine. We we can do that. Okay, perfect. All right, Fred. You should ask Andrea how raisins and olives are related. Oh my gosh, I had such a terrible time naming those two yesterday. But we digress. (laughs) We digress. Anyway, who's going first? Am I going first? I'll go first. You're going first. I'm going to rate this thing. Let's see. I'm looking at my list. I'm going to give it a seven. Um, So I'm going to go, lost my notes here, seven out of ten traversing the devil's anus eye. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Because why why not? If these jokes were a little bit better, I think this movie would have been so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Carrie? Um, I'm going to give this one an eight. Mm-hmm. Eight out of eight out of ten devil, devil's anus. 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 What's the plural of anus? I don't know. Uh, you guys can you if you I'm scared if, to put that to my Google you know, search history. Can you not Google oh, oh. search that, please? You're gonna get Facebook ads now of like. No, let's not let's not do that. That's just um, because yeah, I mean it's it's not it's still it it's a it's a decent movie, but it it's not as I don't think it's as good as as the first two Thor movies. Fight me, Tim and John. I dare you. Do they like this movie? I think they like this movie better than the first two Thor movies. But well, this is why they are not podcasting with us. Maybe because they have terrible taste. Oof. Oh, they have fighting words. Fighting words. I mean, if they have anything to say, they can join our podcast and we can hash yeah. it out. I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, we can I mean, fight. We are doing Infinity War next. Maybe, maybe that will. Uh, something they they would be interested in in doing with us yeah I, i'll hold so, i'll hold my breath who'd be on capside <laughs> who would be on um i think we've established that i'm on team thor yes <laughs> all right and then i for me i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten um orgy spaceships i'm just gonna go there and and say it okay um because again the jokes were not landing. They're not my favorite. I wish they would have done more with those or less with those. Um, it took away from the seriousness of some of the moments that I wish would have remained serious. Not everything mm-hmm. needs to be, um, not all the tension needs to be broken. Sometimes it's good for it to linger there. I mean, to be fair, this was as bad as um, do you guys ever, did you guys see the animated version of Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yes. There's one part where like they like think they think like I think it's like Esmeralda and is or and or 
Quasimodo are dead, and suddenly the gargoyles are there hamming it up. I'm like, dude, why? 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 Why do you? Why do you need to be? Why do you need to be funny right now? This is yep. not. This is not a time to be funny. That this movie was not quite as bad. I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to rewatch The Hunchback and get back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All I mean, right. They didn't go to Family Guy levels of, of comedy or South Park, but no, no seems they, like they didn't go they, there. They got close. Mm-hmm. Well, we already know what movie we're watching next because I spoiled it. Well, that's okay. So I should uh, probably close this out then. No, but in case you didn't listen because you're doing something else while listening to our podcast, um, it is Infinity War. Yes. So, so yes. we are we are going to be watching Infinity War, and then I'll probably be watching BVS to make myself feel better again. Yes. Or or I'll be throwing people across the room. Either way, either way, I'll feel better. One of those. Yes. One of those. Um, but. In closing, we we want to hear from you. What do you get? What do you think of Thor Ragnarok? Are we completely off base saying that is, this is not the best of the Thor movies? Um, email us, Cape Chronicles at randomchatter.com. Uh, you can you can um, send a talk to us on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, I will still I will continue to call it Twitter until Twitter dies. Uh, <laughs> at Random Chatter for the network in general, at Cape Chronicles for this podcast, at Carrie Blackfire Forty Two. That's K E R I Blackfire Forty Two. Uh, that's for me. Pretty much anywhere. Uh, if I if I have a social media account somewhere, it's usually Carrie Blackfire Forty Two. Andrea, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Cats Bears. That's K-A-T-Z-B-E-A-R-Z. All right. And Fred? You can find me at Freddy Wong Kenobi. That's F-R-E-D-D-Y-W-O-N Kenobi. Awesome. And um, don't forget to um, check out randomchair.com for all of our other shows. Uh, spread the word and support us. You can leave us reviews by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Um, if you leave us a review and we know about it and we hear about it, we will read it on air. We will also read any feedback we get. Um, finally, the music you hear in this podcast is High Roller Mojo by Blue Dolly, and as silly as the sentence sounds, all trademarks are owned by their respective owners. So, the world is... the. The Ragnarok has come and gone. The world has ended. We should probably get going now. <laughs> <laughs> a little lightning before the thunder. thunder. A little lightning. <laughs> yeah, until until half the world, until half the galaxy's population dies next next time around. But until then, take care. Peace. Peace.